Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. I would be furious if I was a Rangers fan. It's a great club, a great institution, and the board have made a mess of it. it they are leaderless. They are, they are rudderless, Daryl. It's like the People's Front of Judea. Nobody can make a decision. Meetings about meetings. Get on with it and get a manager in. Thanks to the Rangers board, have no interest in what Chris has to say. They will go and that's do things true. their own way as they always do. So oh, yeah, yeah. and they're that's, doing that's, a really good job, Stephen. That, that, to also tell you... I've absolutely each, each and every one of you here today and that have followed us through the season. On behalf of the, the club, on behalf of the players, on behalf of all the staff, management and coaching staff, 
I would like to take this opportunity in thanking you from the bottom of our hearts because I'll tell you something. You guys, I have to tell you, you guys have shown a support without which this club would not have survived. It's as simple as that. We will never, we will never ever go away, that is for sure. And with your... The lifeline, the lifeline of our, our great football club is every one of you in this stadium and every one of you that has showed, as I say, a quite unbelievable support and love for our football club. And that will always continue. And with your support along the way, we will get back to where we belong. My final one for me, how do you go about trying to stop Celtic's charge of domestic success? Well, I think it's important not just to focus on Celtic. I think we have to focus on everyone in the league. But the key is to get our house in order. We need to improve the Rangers team and the Rangers squad, make it competitive at the top end of the league. Uh, that's the challenge to me, to worry about what I can control, and that is to make sure that Rangers uh, are capable of winning football matches. What would your message be to the Rangers? Let's go. And that is actually important, guys, because although we've been laughing all day, well, maybe we've not been laughing. Probably greeting because he was a shite manager and we wanted him to stay there. Anyway, we're probably having a wee snigger the day. But the fact is, he sniggered back then when we were, no, even at our lowest, when we were on their way back. And now the chickens have come home to roost. He's left his post. And guys like Adam McCoyst, etc., who took a beating off plenty of people. Um, guys like Stephen Gerrard, who's been mocked and called a failure. They are now about to, to rise again and I'm just delighted. So, Neil, isn't he, don't he? I mean, you've got to remember, Celtic are actually very, very close to to matching the points record that they've had in the last two seasons when they've won the league, or semi-won the league. It's not been a disaster or a catastrophe, as some might call it, for them. The simple fact is, Rangers have been too fucking good. You've lost your job because Steven Gerrard's a better football manager than you. And our club is a better club than your club. And our football team is a better football team than your football team. Done. Finished. Easy. Anyway, before we start, we know how we've got to get corporate for a start, right? To start it. So, support for the Battlefield podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Get 20% off at Manscaped and free shipping with the promo code BATTLEFEVER55, and that's at manscaped.com. Neil, my message to you, my gift to you, is go and get 20% off on us, mate. Type in BATTLEFEVER55. Yep, BATTLEFEVER, and it's the 55. That's the important part in that, because you've got your P55 the day. Anyway, let's go, as Stevie G says. Paul, it sees. How are we doing, mate, on this fine, fine day? I am very well. Thank you very much indeed. <clears throat> Excuse me. And just to, just to sort of reiterate what you've said there, just to make a quick point, Stephen Gerrard and this current Rangers team have managed to retire Celtic's CEO, cause the manager to resign, have the club captain storm out of uh, 
press, press conferences when asked the question about us possibly winning the league at their stadium and the fans have been boycotting and refusing to buy season tickets. So all I can say is, well done, Stevie G. It's only taken you three years. You're a fucking legend. Baz, before we introduce you, mate, has everybody got a drink? Because I think we should toast the man. Stephen Gerrard, a legend. A fucking legend. Yes. See this Wednesday night session? The Wednesday night yes. session is brilliant. And it's like, it's, it's like, it reminds me of being back at uni. I never went to uni. <laughs> but it reminds me of being back at uni. Uh, Sammy was at uni, so I used to go to piss with him. But I don't Wednesday night piss-ups. I've got to be honest with you. I mean, as as much fun as it is laughing at their demise, I really couldn't give a fuck one way or the other what's going on there. We, we're taking care of business this end, and it just goes yeah. to show the detrimental effect that it's going on over there. Now, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference if they're winning their games, if they're losing their games. We take care of our business. Like, like Stephen Gerrard said, we get our house in order. And we don't just focus on them. We focus on every team in the league. And that's exactly what's happened. And it's it's embarrassing what's going on. If I was a Celtic fan, I would be fucking embarrassed about the shit show that's happening right underneath their very eyes. But the thing is, they've been focused on Rangers for that long. Focused on Sevco for that long. They've missed the cracks have totally, even even to this very day, they don't <clears> believe what's going on. Rangers yeah. never won the league. They've lost it because of COVID. The fans only allowed in. Oh, there's a big secret, but I can't tell you anything about They've come up with a thousand and one excuses why it was them and it wasn't us. The truth of the matter is exactly what Scott said. We're a better fucking outfit. We're a better team and we've outclassed you this year and you can't take it. It's like, it's, it's the epitome of Entitlement, you think he's a fucking entitled, and it's over. The game is over, and uh, yes. I it's been a good day, but I believe it's also the 55th day of the season. That uh, yeah. 55th day of the year, mate. Yes, and it's also uh, Walter Smith's birthday. So, again, happy birthday holy shit, to man. Stevie G's tutor. Cheers. Do you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going to get something very special to say. Cheers to uh, oof. Uh, big <clears throat> no, I don't know. I don't know if I told you this right. Last week I was on Amazon, pissed up. I started ordering all this stuff, <laughs> and then all these things started appearing. I'm like, what's that? I don't remember ordering it. Next minute, I've got Jim Beam, the Devil's Cut, Jim Beam, single barrel, and I went, oh, surely that can't be it. Next day, another delivery came. Vitamins, right? I, went, oh, I remember ordering vitamins and all that, right? That's fine, right? As you do. As you, because that's what you do when you're pissed up. I need to get vitamins. <laughs> so I ordered all this nutritional stuff for training, protein and all this pre-workout <clears throat> stuff and all that. All that came. Fine, that's it, finished. The door goes the day. Nice. Is that the door? ID. I'm like, ID, this must be alcohol. I'm like, I've ordered everything. And then only this and there it is, Jack Daniels, Gentleman, Gentleman Jack. Jack. So, so I'm going to have a, wait a minute, I'm just looking at something that looks like somebody else has got Jack, Jay Gallagher, bastard sitting drinking Jack Daniels. Is that Jack Daniels you've got, Jay? Yeah, no, man. Is that, is that honey? Is that the honey Jack Daniels I see there? Right, well, I'm going to open this up. Happy birthday, big whitey. And uh, cheers to everybody watching in the old yes. Wednesday night sessions. The gentleman Jack for the gentleman that is Walter, legend hero. What's haven't they been invented to describe Walter? <laughs> Baz has just invented something. 
<laughs> Att du ska vända det där. Att vi hjälma med för sånt. On a seriousness there, I'm making up words now. On a serious note, we have two wee shout-outs today, which is um, the, the right thing today. Bob mm. Steele, who's a regular um, listener, viewer of our podcast, goes into hospital tomorrow um, for an operation. And I just want to, on behalf of all the lads on the pod, I just want to wish Bob all the very best. And I don't know if MD's got um, Andrew Bluebell's on Twitter today, but obviously there was an issue um, with his wife. Um, and I just hope that she's all right, Andrew, and I hope you're doing all right, mate. Um, and we're thinking about you. Everybody on the podcast is thinking about you, mate, and hopefully um, the wife's back home soon in full health, mate. Thanks very much, guys, for allowing us to do that because that's important because, as we say, without people watching, guys, we're hee-haw, aren't we? So um, it's nice to, to, to see that. So how are we all doing this week anyway? It's been a fine week again, lads, isn't it? It's been a, this is the first time I've seen you since the... Since the ramshackle in Belgium, you know what I mean? That was fucking hellish, that for the old heart. Oh, the gaffer was half in Friday, wasn't he? <laughs> That's right. We, actually, we had a riot, Buzz. Oh, we had a riot in here on oh, Friday, boss. <laughs> so much fun. You know, it was a great day because, you see, the boss wasn't here. So we had Twister, we had Kerplunk. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Paul, it's easy. Buzz, but we're on Acker after Thursday. That really, do, we were do just you know what, Paul? Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm just happy. I was just happy when you started the podcast tonight. Can you hear me all right? Hi, yes, hi. mate, we can do. Hello, am I breaking up? Hello. Yeah, you're, Sorry you're, about you're, that. Kind of, you're I was just kind of blocky. Hi, hello. Okay, I'm sorry about that. You want me to start singing? Um, I was just happy when you started the podcast that you started doing your corporate spiel about Manscaped because I, I was thinking that we might have lost the sponsor after my carry on on Friday. ITV have been in touch with me. They want to sponsor the Pony. Apparently, Everdale are quite interested in it. I don't know what that's about, mate. So he's only you me in on that. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's about, mate. I have no idea. Adverts for vets gloves and all sorts next. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant! No, show was good, man. On on Friday it was, and if you two guys are up for it, I, I'm up Friday um, for our reasons. But if you two guys are up for it, you can bash bash away and have another. Oh, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can do this live on a live on a pod and say, you know, well, I'm out. But if you guys want to do it, let's, 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 let's sit there watching, going, why? We, we, we fully expect that now. <laughs> Let's let the viewers decide. If you think there should be a live podcast on Friday night, then... Let's be honest. Paul's like that. Yes. <laughs> Tell us, I actually might put this up for Jamie. Emmerdale, also known as Sex and Sheep. Aye, <laughs> 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 oh, and that shoes better be a pod on Friday night. So that shoes... Um, oh, Baz, right. Baz, we're, we're, we're consigned to this, mate. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to run my Wi-Fi for two seconds. Okay, mate, uh, on you go. Right, I'm going to run this um the length of the pod tonight, right? Because I believe it was RFC Miller fifty five, and if I have got that wrong, I apologise, right? But I believe it was him on Twitter who had asked, and I've lost the tweet, and I apologise. Right, I thought I'd screenshotted it and I hadn't, but I think I've lost this lost the tweet, right? So. He'd asked for our favourite goal 
that we've seen live, obviously David Rangers. And I wanted to open it up to the viewers as well and see if they could put input into that and the best goal they've seen following Rangers. Now, obviously, I think it should be a Rangers goal. <laughs> Not a goal against us. I think it should be a Rangers goal. Um, so I'll no come to the guys the new one that because we'll get a wee bit of thoughts on it. Um, and then the rest of the, the, the viewers can join in with that, uh, whatever whatever goal you think, all right? Because there's been a few early years supporting Rangers, let's face it. There's been a few this season. Um, Kemal Roof, Ryan Jack recently, Joe Rebo on Saturday, Sunday, which we'll get to. Holy fucking shit, what happened there? Um, Sorry, Scott, I missed the beginning of that. What was the question again? I was, Sorry. I was saying, mate, that RFC Miller 55 on Twitter had asked us to, to <coughs> give our favourite goal um, that we've seen wow. live. For Rangers, obviously. So, right. I mean, for he's instance, got, he's on fire now. He is on fire with these questions every week. He has been. Tom has said Rod Wallace against Dortmund. What a team goal! Oh, we aye. were we were doing tiki taka before Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola was out of nappies, man. And then Pedro Mendes goal against Celtic got to be up there. Yes, um, Albert's free kick against the Mybrooks. <laughs> I think it's still travelling. Um, quick, Wilkins. Quick, quick. Quick question: Does this have to? You have to be in the stadium. I can't remember the exact question. So, if you want to because, do one when you were in the stadium, and you want to do uh, one when you watched it in the telly. Do that, right? Um, Mark English says Wilkins versus them. Colin Campbell, David Cooper against Celtic driver cup final, unbelievable goal. Nacho yeah. Novo against Falkirk. It was his first fucking touch, wasn't it? And, um, Baz, here's a wee message for you. Hello, Baz Rabbi F here, mate. Hope you're looking forward to seeing Mr. Ross when we get 55. You'll know that, hopefully. I know that, big rap. Hello there, how's it going? Good, mate, good. Just for that. Um, Alfredo's goal against Rapid, Hadji's free kick against Braga. There is tons coming in, by the way. Gaza against the Sheep, Fijamba. There's too many. <laughs> Hately, Leeds. <laughs> McCoy's Cedar and all against Leeds as well. Fucking mental, be here all night doing that. Um, right, Dundee United. I had just... I've got something sitting there for Rab, actually. I just remembered there. I said, I've, I, said okay. I had a wee thing for him. And uh, I'll sort that out. So, Good bit. There you go, Rab. Baz's <laughs> got a wee thing for you there. Um, <laughs> <but> I, <laughs> take that as you like, mate. Yeah. <laughs> take that away. <laughs> it, 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 it'll look bigger if you manscape it. <laughs> apparently, apparently he bought it. Apparently he bought it on Amazon when he was pushed. Um, anyway, we're going, we're going for we're going for that to Dundee United um, at Ibrox on Sunday. First twenty minutes, guys. I think we were a wee bit twitchy. <laughs> Alan McGregor had to pull us out, pull us out the shite again for for another two or three fine stops. But that's what he's paid today. He's a goalkeeper. That's what he's paid today. And we have the best in the business at that. Policies, your thoughts on, on obviously before Dundee United, what you were thinking going into it, because we put a lot into the game at Belgium. So, you know, that it was one of the ones where I went, right, this could be a 2-1 or a 1-0, you know, a struggle. Thankfully, the team blew them away. But what was your thoughts going into it? Exactly that. Move on. Exactly. No, I'm only joking. Um, exactly um, no, I, I, was, I was like you. I was um, cautiously optimistic is the way I would describe it. Um, we did put a lot into Thursday's game. And at Dundee United, we knew we were going to come. Uh, well, we, we, well, let's not lie. We we, we previewed it on the Friday pod. And we thought we were going to come and sort of park the bus. 
but they didn't do that. They actually came and had a go at us, which was actually very, very refreshing. And I think no matter yes. how, I think no matter how much I, I despise Dundee United uh, Football Club, uh, I really don't like them. Um, I think they have to. You have to give them kudos and you have to applaud them. They came and they played, and they they, they didn't sit, didn't sit in. They tried the attackers and they tried to score. And it's very refreshing to see if only more bloody teams done that, you know, better standard yeah. of football up here. Um, but no, I think, as you say, the first 20 minutes, <clears throat> 20 to 30 minutes, they played really, really well. And there was a few heart and mouth um, moments. Shaga pulls out of, the, out of a hole on a couple of occasions, a couple of excellent saves. Um, first time Shaga's pulled out a hole, to be fair, isn't it? Oh, well, that's right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as as uh, yeah, this is this this is spiraling downhill. Right? It's not a fucking Wednesday night. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so uh, he 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 dug us out a hole, not pulls out a hole. He dug us out a hole, shall we say? <laughs> On a couple of occasions. Uh, but yeah, but after after we got the goal, uh, we um, we controlled the match. It was excuse me, it was pretty much easy straight from that point almost without being really leaving third gear. And that's not being disrespectful to Dundee United. I didn't think I think the boys. Uh, reserves who are sort of running on you know, almost in fumes, you know. And, uh, uh, so, yeah, I think overall, I think it was a, a well deserved victory. Um, I mean, I've got all the goals out, it's all done, written down, but I'm not going to go into it because I know that's kind of Bazzi's thing, so I'll let him do that. But what I will say is it was incredibly disappointing to lose a goal. I mean, that's our second we've lost in the league at Ibrox this season. And all I'm going to say on, the, on that particular score is. Fucking boo, Gerard out. <laughs> it's tough at the fucking top, Stevie. You need to learn for that and move on and go again. Uh, uh, before uh, we go to Baz, the, the Moe do one-yard screamer versus Celtic. Oh, I was there for that, that yeah. Title. Oh, oh. Yes. Ended up getting a sweet chin music off the boy behind me in the <laughs> Sweet chin Love music? It. Love it. Google it, Sweet chin music, mate. Sweet chin music. Right, we also you know, clear this up, Paul. What's with the glasses? A lot of people are asking in the comments, what's with the glasses? Okay, well, as you know, in, in I think it's two weeks' time, I'm gonna hit a milestone age, you know, and it's just everything's going to fail, and it, it's it's actually quite depressing the thought of turning 21. Um so no, I actually, what people, maybe a lot of viewers don't realise is I do wear glasses, but I wear contacts, mainly contacts, but I've got an optician's appointment on Friday morning. I wear monthlies, so they go in on the first, they come out the 30th and I ditch them. So, I, so I'm having struggling to read with them just now um, because I'm doing that much working from home on the computer. So it's easier to wear my glasses and I, I couldn't be arsed this evening, to be honest with you, because I had to put them in tonight and I'll take them again tomorrow to work. And I thought, oh, I just can't be fucking bothered. It's a vanity thing more than anything else coming on the pod with my contacts in. So I thought, well, you know, one night it's not going to hurt. Baz, you think you're bono. Are, you think you're bono. Ages are bastards. I'll black them out and I'll start singing about flies and shit. How's your pal? It's naughty Friday. Paul's birthday is Friday. No, it's not. <laughs> Baz, what well, was your thoughts on this? Happy Friday. Dundee United, mate. Um, did you. Obviously, we did see because somebody asked me on Twitter as well, do we expect them to set up and sit in and, you know, be hard to break down? And I says, does any club do anything other than that at Ibrooks? Um, I was proven wrong because they did come and have a go at us. But do you think that will maybe put other teams off? Because they came and gave us their best for half an hour or so and we scalped them 4 0. 
It seems to be the, the case that teams will come and maybe try and have a shot at it, but they can't sustain it for 90 minutes. They'll press, they'll press, they'll press, and then it's time goes on, you know, we break them down. I th- I, to be honest, my hat gets after them a wee bit. I don't like them. I don't like the club. Uh, but they came and gave it a go. You know, they, they had Shankland on there, Nicky Clarton. They gave it a go, and I felt that Shagger was Sorry. busier. Sorry, 4-1. apologise. I wasn't giving them that goal, right? Shagger warned me before we went on the pod. Don't give them that goal. Sorry, my apologies. Sorry, bud. <laughs> that's right. Um, I felt Shagger was busier than I was hoping. And that seems... It tends to have been a wee pattern over the past few weeks. It seems to be... You know, it seems to have to be doing more graft these days than maybe what he was doing previously. Which is a wee bit concerning. Not a great deal concerning, but a wee bit concerning. Maybe we need to tighten things up defensively. But the, the good thing about Alan McGregor is, is if people do get through that back line, then, you know, Alan McGregor will do what he gets paid today. And that's another thing I find dead funny that people say, oh, well, you wouldn't have won if it was for Shagger. Well, wait a minute, that's his job. He's a goalkeeper. He gets paid to see. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I was started off as kind of expecting McGregor on the sticks, Balogun, Goldson, Holander, Bonner, Barisic. The back four, Aribo, Jack, Davis, and I don't Haji, Morelos, and Kent up front. We kind of dominated possession. It looked like we had 63% of the possession. 18 shots, 11, 11 on target. So we kind of dominated the game. However, they did get... They, they were pressing in our, 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 our sort of, their final third, if, if you would call it that, a wee bit more than I would like. Paul, I know you, like, I know you always say I, I like to go where the goals, but I'm going to leave it to you, mate. I'm going to leave it to you, just oh, you because you said it. Because you said <laughs> it at the beginning. Uh, right, I'll tell you about. I'll go the first two goals in the first half. Then, right, hey, the first goal on. came. The first goal came in at the the thirty fifth minute. Yanis uh, Hadji. The, the shot actually came off Joe Aribo, who had an outstanding performance. Hadji uh, got a wee a wee flick to it. Giving him six goal of the season, which is his fifth in the league. Uh, the second goal was in the thirty eighth minute. Kent, again, it was another wee deflection. Bonner Barisic crosses the ball into the left-hand side, overshoots. Uh, Balogun, I think, gets a head to it, and it lands in about the 18-yard ball. Uh, but Ryan Kent uh, makes contact, and it, a wee deflection. Lucky deflection there. And and it goes. Now, that's the first half, Paul. Do you want to take the second half? Hi, uh, I think uh, John Ebo scores an absolute fucking world. He doesn't wow. really... A rocket. Absolute fucking worldy. I mean, he gets a ball uh, on the edge of the area. He's a couple of guys and unleashes an absolute fucking thundercunt of a shot. I mean, it absolutely screams past the keeper. One, one thundercunt on target with a dog game. Good <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he absolutely he bloody mullered the ball. I mean, honestly, it just it, it was. It was travelling at the speed of an Albert's free kick. It absolutely soared into the back of the net. A beautiful goal and all fair play to the boy. I mean, he deserved it. He was outstanding all match. And then, of course, there was the absolute beautiful artistry of the Alfie's goal. I mean, to to, uh, to, to, to chase down the ball like that and to, to, to let the keeper actually play it to him and the way he controlled it, you know, you can see if you watch it super slow motion, it actually it does cut a keepy up. He's with it, his feet onto his knees, chest, shoulder, 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 couple of headers, and then doves in the net. It's beautiful, absolutely stunning. That's how powerful <laughs> so, Joe Rebo's shot was. It makes people drop their pine beans. 
Yeah. That's mad. And also, yeah. Baz, now you're saying about Jay Gallagher where he's hurting fucking Jack Daniels. I believe Aye. it goes to your head. Dundee United came out as like you would give it a go with a porn star. You're giving it all you got, however your eight-inch bob isn't touching the sides. <laughs> you admit defeat and get turned over. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can put it any better than that. No, yes, I mean, that's summed up the game. That's <laughs> Jay, what you did next week, you weren't on the pod. <laughs> yeah, Jay, Jay will come on the pod. You say Jay will come on the pod or Jay will come on the pod. What the fuck I'm do both. you mean by that? Listen, Jay is the man to come on the pod. Jay knows what he's talking about. We were talking about this on Friday night, actually. Uh, I, was, I was doing a wee spin off thing. We were talking about music, only lasted a few times, and we were going to do like a grunge thing, and Jay was going to come on, we were going to have a good good old chat, but I, Jay Gallagher's a man, and uh, he's, in, he's getting told right into the, the Jack Daniels, but that is Clearly. a good message. Clearly. <laughs> Evidently. Evidently. Evidently a good chat. It's beautiful and eloquently put. Well done, Jay. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like that. That was that was probably better than any. He could have summed it up to be fair. So, I see, yeah, aye. exactly. Yeah, aye, we give them I, a good going over. See the other I, I, things they touch on regarding. Sorry, just saying some of the other things that we kind of need to touch on regarding the game that kind of you know you kind of miss because of the goals. Obviously, uh, Ryan Jack mm. having to go off early. Kamara come on. I thought done a good job. You know, Ryan Jack's a man. I'm a I'm a big big fan of Ryan Jack. Uh, so. They were saying, I think, the presser that it wasn't as bad as first expected. Now, Stephen Gerrard said he was a, a bit annoyed because yeah, the he felt it and never flagged it up. But yeah. that's Ryan Jack's mentality. You know, he's like sort of old school football player that he's not going to tell you because he knows he's, he's getting hooked off. So if he's got a broken leg, he's going to play until the, the point where he can't walk any longer. And that's just a true definition of a warrior and a leader and a winner and a champion. And uh, I'm, I'm glad it's not too serious, but I thought Kamara came on and, and done a really good job. The other thing as well, I thought uh, Simpson looked pretty comfortable as well when he came on. Bear right. in mind, it was his first, it was his first run out, you, you know. Um, I thought he looked comfortable. I thought he looked all right. I thought, thought he could, the thing is, see, playing centre-back, you don't have the, you don't have, <clears throat> let's see, say you've got a player, a forward who takes time to settle into the team. They're not getting goals initially. But through time, they settle in and they start getting goals. See, that the centre-back position, there's no settling in period. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unity had the, exactly. the ground running. And I, I felt... Looked, uh, exactly. I, I felt Simpson looked quite comfortable. The other thing that I took note on was the missed penalty with Borna Barisic. <laughs> I, I made comment on Borna Barisic's positioning before he kicks the ball, before he runs up to the ball. When he approaches the ball, it kind of means you were talking about this... It, He's only going to sell that one option. It's kind of hard to hit, to approach the ball for that angle, open yourself up and put the ball to his left. So twice he put it down the right. And I'm looking at his body position. I'm saying he's going to the exact same spot. He's putting it in the exact same spot now. I thought it was a decent strike and I thought it was a good save, but he needs to mix it up a wee bit. And I hope it doesn't dent his confidence. Right. Um, because it would be unfair just to hook him off the penalties because he's missed one. So... Hopefully that it's something they're working on in the training. See, game. just to get all Graham Sunnis on us, can I just say something here? See, on the penalty situation, and I know Borna scored two in, in Europe last week, and I love Borna Bar 60 bits. See when Jermaine Defoe's running on the pack, I would, at the same time, as the penalties fucking given, I would possibly 
just offer it up to Jermaine Defoe because I think Jermaine Defoe for 18 yards, I don't think there's any else in world football that you would pick for 18 yards than FA, fucking 12 yards than Jermaine Defoe. Um, so I do understand the whole thing with Barisic and I think he should get another one, definitely, um, and yeah. have a go at it. But I, but I thought in Belgium it might have been Stevie Davis that hit it, but Borna stepped up and smashed two in the net and can I can't ask for any more, can you? Can I just ask you, was it, is it any of you guys here or anybody in the chat, any, any viewers watching, when Barisic stepped up, didn't think to himself, he's putting that to keep his left? I, I thought he was missing it myself, I must admit. I, even though he'd scored two, I did just have this weird feeling that Borna Barisic was going to miss it. I, I was going to... I, I, I literally just said that, Paul. I said, body <laughs> positioning left them only one option to put it in the same place. But I literally Sorry, just I, said that. I was, I was Did you not listen? No, I wasn't no. listening. <laughs> See if we get one at Celtic Park. I agree with Callum. I would get to McGregor. <laughs> Fuck it. Just for Give the shits and giggles. Oh, just for shits and giggles, yeah. No, I want Alfie to fucking do it, man. <laughs> um, Andy Taker says, I sound like his best mate. And funnily enough, he's called Scott as well. Actually, fucking with, I can't just retract what I said about Alfie taking the penalty against them at Park. I want, I want Jimmy Bale to do it. <laughs> Jimmy Bale. I'm just saying. Bale. And by, by the way, that's what I'm drinking tonight. Very nice. Nice, I like it. I like it. I like it. By the way, Eck McLeish, oh, are, are you just a namesake? Are, are you the man? Just please just tell us you're the man, right? Because that would make it fun. But... Hang on, what's the trick now? Beer Amaretti. It's 100% yeah. spaghetti. Spaghetti. I love Beer Amaretti. 100%. Oh, that's not even a night in the piss of Baguette. It's freaking amazing. Remember, remember hey. that one? Yeah, but I'll tell you, man. I'll never tell you. Soldier Rock. That's right, you're in the solid by Baguette. I'll never tell you my Walter Smith story. No, how you go, bud? Um. Me and a few of the lads, but we're in a bar called Pivo Pivo in Glasgow. And this was years ago. And we're sitting there. One of the boys is like that. Ah, that's Walter Smith. Still took a lot of shit, mate. It's Walter Smith's managing everything. Why is he going to be up here on a fucking Thursday? You know, don't be so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> so this conversation goes on. It's definitely Walter Smith. I'm like, it's no Walter Smith. He's fucking down the road, isn't he? Next minute, this woman appears. Now, this is before camera phones, and she's got a camera, and she's like, can I get your picture and all that? Picture. That confirms it. 100% Walter Smith. My mate's away right now. He's sitting there. It looked like, it looked like a family, right? There was young, old men, women, kids, and all that. For fuck's sake. Eddie's away. Oh, for, oh, for fuck's sake. So he's, all right, big, big what what's happening, my man, and all that. I love you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it was unlucky and all that. We never got to 10, but let me get you a drink. And he's like, no, I'm like, no, 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 let me get you a Fuck's sake, man. Right, so he ends, he ends up buying Walter Smith and this a family these drinks. And he, he sits back down with that. Ah, thanks for that, mate. Just, no, I mean, our hero sitting there, they've just made us all look like dicks. Right, so the next minute, maybe about maybe about 20 minutes later, eh, Big Whitey and the family, the, the people that he's with, they all got up and put their coats on, pay their bill, and you all leave now. See you later. Nice to meet you. See you later, big boy. <laughs> so Walter Smith, Walter Smith walks out the door and you all leave. And we're all sitting there like, fuck's sake, man. We didn't even get a chance to speak to him because you get out there and making a fucking ass of yourself. <laughs> Two minutes later, 
the bird behind the bar comes here and she's got a tray. I drink, well, it was a tray of pints. It wasn't what we were drinking. It wasn't like I was drinking Bud and he was drinking whatever. It was just three pints and three shots. I think it was Aftershock or some shit like that, right? She puts down three pints and three Aftershock and she goes like that. We're like, I think you've got the wrong table. She went, oh, that old guy. <laughs> that old that guy. Old guy. When he was leaving. I'm like, what old guy? You know, cheeky bastard. Fucking Walter Smith. But I thought that was cool as fuck. The fact that see me because... My mate bought him a drink. He's been up and said when he's paying a look, get the fucking idiot, it's a drink, eh? So he's come out with three pints and three aftershocks. So I just want to say happy birthday, why? And thanks for it. And I'm very sorry about my mate Rab being a pain in the ass. But uh, and that's my that's my Walter Smith story. What a man, telling you, what a man. Legendary I've man. actually got a wee story to tell you. Alright. Brother. Brother. And if we do that. I forgot to tell it last week. Um, so, everybody, listen up to this. Um, I'll no do that because I've not got the guns for it, right? I was actually um, <clears throat> on Twitter in 2012, and there was a big, big thing happening at a football club. We were 140 years um, as a football club, and I decided that I would ask a famous wrestler, the most famous rest of all time um, to, to just give a wee shout out for that for that astonishing achievement um, of where we were football was shite that day still in, still in Albion at Ibrox we were utter guff if Hulk Hogan was watching it and he's watching this now highly unlikely but if he is I apologise for the shite that we watched that day that we forced you to watch that day if you watch us now we're far better but I did ask him for a, a retreat for a happy birthday and he went one further than that. He actually turned around and says, 140 years and still kicking ass. Nothing but respect, brothers. Right? HH for life. Sadly, the HH for life lost him a few Majors points. Um, but he gained them back just for the tweet itself. Um, and it appeared in the sun in a double-page spread. Hulk turns blue was the... Was the was the headline, um, and aye, he was inducted into the Rangers family that day, um, and I loved every minute I did, um, because as a huge Rangers supporter, as a huge wrestling fan, that was merging the two worlds together um, in the name of Rangers, and, and that was fantastic. To, to, uh... I remember, Scott, I remember when, uh, when we started this thing, and somehow the conversation came up, and I says, oh my God, do you remember years ago, Hulk Hogan tweeted the new girl at? Ah, that was me, mate. I'm like, what? what? That was me. <laughs> incredible, man. One of my favourite bits about that was a Celtic fan tweeting him saying, I hope that Iron Sheik sticks it in your arse, you cunt. Bit <laughs> much, if you ask me, you know what I mean? Bit much. However, that was that was what was... That was what I was singing. I can see people are delighted at this whole oh story. Yeah, <laughs> good story. I, I, I think I think they're all uh, pretty much done with it now. <laughs> Jay, don't story. worry, mate. We'll tell I'll, every week. I'll get my mate to unblock you. Um, don't worry. <laughs> Copeland Streetwear are on Battle Fever Pod Cross Hulk Hogan merch. <laughs> I'm not speaking to them. I'm not speaking to Copeland Streetwear. I'm not speaking to them. <laughs> Speaking I'm not speaking to, to them. I'm <laughs> still waiting on my hoodies. 
Let's speak about them, Chris. If you're watching, Baz is still winning the cities. You better go to Royal Mail before he flips. Um, <laughs> the things she's saying about you in the in the WhatsApp group is absolutely it's disgusting. Honestly, I mean, he's he's hiring all sorts of people. You know, deadly people. Weapons of mass destruction have been pointed in your general direction. Get on to ColtonStreetwear.co.uk. Look at um, some of the stuff we've got. I have a coaster here. See that? It's dripping with a fucking a coaster strip. There you go. Let's come back to the porn pod again. Battle fever after dark. It's all um, moist. And, and also, you can get yourself a couple of hoodies, um, some t shirts. Where's my pens? Pads. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pads. Everything on there and a cut of the. Nothing comes to us, as nope. we've said before. Anything that the podcast would make out of that goes straight to the Rangers Youth Development Company. And that's um, that's that's what we like. That's what we like today, putting money back into our club. Um, before we move on to why we're all here, obviously, in the Antwerp game and, and finishing them off tomorrow, we're going to the last 16 of the Europa, Europa League. What is my thoughts, guys, on the apologies today of... Bangani Zungu, Calvin Bassey, and Nathan Patterson. Baz, they would just they would accept the apology and move on and just try and try and get back. We're about to achieve something great. We, we can't really have anything still on it. I don't think they were stupid, they're idiots, they shouldn't have done it, etc. But did we just go on with it? No, we can't just go on with it. I never seen the apologies. Uh, I just started seeing the tweets coming in regarding it. Before we went live, so I don't really know a great deal about it. However, it doesn't really matter, does it? Regarding, I mean, they done what they done. I think obviously Zungu will be coming back. His his loan spell will be done. He'll be coming back. Uh, I think Bassey and Patterson will probably have a future. However, we won't see them again for the rest of the season because the SFA have still to deal with it. They've set the, the sort of benchmark down. They'll probably be looking at a six match ban or whatever. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me, once they deal with it. So I don't think we're going to see them for the rest of the season anyway. Whether we want to or no, their, their season is finished. Next season's a totally different thing, whether we just wipe, wipe, wipe the slate and come back fresh. We probably will. The two of them are promising promising young players. However, this season's done for them. But I think they'll be lucky if they keep holding their job. They might even get put out, put out in loan next season. But yeah. I think because, because of the time between now and then, you know, it's a lot of time for this sort of thing to get buried. Um, they're very, very lucky. I mean, they could have been sacked in the spot, considering they carry on with Jordan Jones and, you know, the fridge. And they get put out in loan. They, they were kind of almost breaking into the team a wee bit, you know. So it just goes to show that it doesn't matter how good you are. If you break the rules, then, you know, you need to deal with the consequences. And I'm hoping for Patterson, this is a massive, massive wake-up call for him. You know, in yeah. terms of you know, in terms of in terms of standards. Now we, we mentioned this. See, at Glasgow Rangers, our standard is that high. See, our lowest standard that should still be higher than every other club's highest standard. That's what we expect. And I'm not interested in hearing this shit about other young lads and all that. I'm not interested. If you want to, if you want to pull that jersey on, then you need to add here to the standards that is expected. Bill Struth, you can actually see him right there in the corner. Do you know what I mean? That's the, 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 the standards laid. The, the standards laid down by that man, and that that needs to be adhered to, and the traditions need to be followed. 
So if you want to pull that shirt on, then you need to step up, you need to be a man, and I'm not interested what age you are. So, you know, they, they, need, to, uh, they need to learn for this. And I hope I hope they do, but I don't, they'll definitely not see them this season. No, I don't think so. In my, in my I opinion. Would, I would accept their apologies. <clears throat> With Zungu, I think he's gone at the end of the season, no matter what, anyway. Um, but the younger lads, I would accept it. I would I would move on. Yep, I agree with Baz. You've got to, you know, perform in a certain way. But we're lauding Alan McGregor. We love Barry Ferguson. The two of them sat there and done that on the bench for Scotland while Walter told me keep a low profile. Two of them get near enough binned off of Walter, you know. When McGregor made his way back, but Barry gone. So we kind of have to take it and right, okay, he fucked up. Everybody makes mistakes. Let's move on for it now. Nathan Patterson has got huge potential. Calvin Bassey, we've seen enough here, I think, to say the same. We can't cut those after spite of face, really. As much as I was angry and upset and disappointed. Listen, we've well. done it in the past, right? We get rid of fucking Sandaza, all right? We cut on those after spite of face when we get rid of right. See, just before we move on, right, I want to actually um, just address something I've seen in the comments there about Blue Sea Ibrox has been banned. No by MD on this pod, no. I should say. No by anybody on this pod. If he's been banned, is it YouTube that's banned him then? Because I've certainly no banned him. Paul's no banned him. Baz has no banned him. So I'll look into it after the pod's done and I'll see if I can find something that says he's banned and I'll unban him if you like. But I've, we've no banned him, guys, so I don't know where he's banned for. No, just and one, Sorry one, about that. one other thing before you do, um, Justin Muir uh, says, "Will we ship to Dallas, Texas? We are. It's not. It's not Damn tooting, to, mate. It's not up to us. Uh, but I, I do believe uh, uh, Cotton yes. Street Streetwear will, and I think it's CottonStreetwear.co.uk. Go to the website. Hold on, the note, and I'll put it back on that screen for you right now. There you go, Justin. CottonStreetwear.co.uk. They ship worldwide, so it doesn't matter if you're in Dallas, uh, Texas. Get your, get your Christmas anyway. orders in the now." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a second partnership. I'm only Listen, see yes. before we move on to the before we move on to Antwerp. Uh, yes. I just need a wee quick shout out, right? Um uh, last week Jeep was tweeting somebody, I don't know who he was arguing me, and I, I can't even really remember what it was about. But as in Jeep fashion shot the guy down, one of the one of that lot. And I just tweeted, I what Jeeb said. And then other people just started tweeting, I what Jeeb said. But then <laughs> uh, Charlie McGowan tweeted, we won yours with hard work, you bought yours. Now, I never looked to see who tweeted that. I just seen the reply. And I was like, what? What, what the fuck are you talking about? Right? So I started going about the Celtic <clears throat> Mage Bill, 72 million. You spent 15 million in the transfer window, 5 million on Yeti, fucking 5 million on that goalkeeper. Rangers have spent 10 million in their Mage Bills, 50 something. And, and Charlie came back and he went, I know, I, that's what, I'm not fucking speaking to you. <laughs> and I went, oh shit. Right? So Charlie was actually backing up what I was saying, right? And I, and I, and I was like, shit. So I deleted my tweet and then I messaged Charlie. I'm like, Charlie, I'm sorry, mate. I'm just asking myself. Like, Charlie was on your side. I didn't look to see who responded, right? I just seen the the reply coming in. And I thought, is he fucking seriously trying to say that Celtic have earned theirs and we have boils? And then I seen who sent it. So, Charlie, first of all, I apologize for making an ass of myself, mate. And uh, the second thing I want to say is a wee shout out for Charlie's uh, Charlie's son, Brody. Brody, how you doing, mate? Thanks very much for tuning in. 
Uh, Brody's nine year old, and Brody has never seen the famous Glasgow Rangers lift that title. Well, Brody, I'm happy to say this is the year you're going to see it, and uh, we're all looking forward to watching Rangers lift title number fifty five. And uh, there'll be there'll be quite a few people out there who will be in the same sort of bracket as Brody that they've never actually seen Rangers win the title. They've kind of grew up in an era where that mob have been, you know, winning the winning the, the league each year. But Brody, this is a year, so I hope you and your dad, Charlie, enjoy it, and uh, we'll all be celebrating together uh, when it happens in a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. By the way, it was actually quite a new... I'll get to Callum's comment, right? Any 55 merchant. I believe once it's mathematically confirmed, or arithmetically confirmed, I should say, then there will be. Um, there will be. RFC 55 is messaging me again about this. He's no unbanned. He's, he's no banned. I don't know who's banned him. It's not any of us, guys. It's not right, us. So he needs to... It might be YouTube, YouTube or something. I don't know. He's no banned, believe me. <laughs> I've never banned MD on this podcast. All right, we all have an opinion. Who is it? Who is it? The Blue Sea. Blue Sea of Ibrox. Ah, I banned him. <laughs> no, I never. <laughs> I believe once it's arithmetically confirmed that we are the champions, then um, there will be fifty-five merch on there, and there will be pod fifty-five merch. I'm like, I've, I've, I've taken a week off work after the after Celtic match just because. Well, oh. for two. For two, for two, for two reasons. One, because we could win the league that day, and secondly, because I need to take leave. I mean, my my HQ obviously, please, please take some leave, Paul. You need to, you need to start taking your leave. You've got until the end of April to take thirty days. <laughs> and see for thirty days, guys. This is what he's going to be like. This is uh, this is the only time in the world that he's got. I'll be for... I'll, I'll be podcasting every night, even just myself. I'll keep you guys. Gonna... <laughs> He's he's gonna he's gonna be in charge of this. So Manscaped just launched in the UK. We've gone years without using the right tools for the job. You can be one of the first men in Scotland to experience their life-changing products. Now, Baz was talking about a time where obviously he's nicked his bits down there. Um, this, you'll no do that with this. All right, there's a less chance of that due to their cutting-edge um, technology. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium, the battery will last up to 90 minutes, which means you can do it during the old firm game. So you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower, if you do that kind of thing. 
just watch you don't block if it's a quite a thick growth. Just watch you don't block any of the, the drains or anything like that, you know, because that could be nasty. And then you get <clears> flipping out some things like that. And you got a plumber, are not really reliable, you know, things like that. One of the coolest features of the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trizzing, they've all trimming, they've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your more off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock. Powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. You don't have to show me you experiencing it. Oh, fucking behind. Oops. Let's get that bush to tush clean, get 25% off, plus free shipping with the code BATTLEFEVER55 at manscaped.com. And you can make your testies their besties. Then, as I said, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BATTLEFEVER55 at manscaped.com. Your balls will definitely thank you. And not only that, if you're a guy, your missus will probably thank you too. Now, I know, I know Sharbeer says we were quite sexist, right? And I'm trying my best, right, to try and get something for the ladies on the pod. I can only apologise at the moment. It's a work in progress. We'll try and get um, Venus or something. I don't know. What the woman use? I don't know. Ah, Is don't it Venus? Know. I'm your Venus. I'm your fire, all that stuff. Veet. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Veet. Aye, something like that. What I, would, what I would say is this, guys, do you want to have um, basically a, a small sycamore in a, a barley field or do you want your missus to look at a, a mature oak and put on a perfectly manicured lawn? That's the difference. Have your boys looking like bowling boys on a perfect lawn? <laughs> Manscaped.com. This is descended in the games. Twenty percent discount plus free postage and packaging when you use the code BattleFever55. And you, you obviously must visit Manscaped.com. Now, spare a thought for this wee dude who's been getting in touch with us in Manscaped about getting this wee partnership set up there, or this wee you know trial partnership that we've got for a minute um, or for a month. Sorry, might only be a minute. <laughs> Um, yeah, a woman with balls from Thailand. Yes, Bob. Smashing. Manscaped.com. No, he, he's probably looking at that because I came up with that code and he's probably went back for 55. What the fuck does that mean? You don't have a scooby, mate, what that means. And and if people really take to this, I think we should celebrate, guys. When we win the league, we should celebrate by everybody buying a lawnmower 3.0. Even if you're a woman. Right, because let's face it, it's a vibration machine. It's got many fucking different uses, so you can do what you want, mate. Anyway, well, I was going to say, where are you going with this? I know you're going with it, but I mean, where are you going with it? Twenty percent off, twenty percent off. You know, not be, not be sniffed at. Um, Mama says uses a flymo. Well done, Jamba. Hope she doesn't watch this fucking pod. <laughs> Jesus Christ, in a bike. <laughs> fucking industrial yes. scrimmer. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts, aye, <Absolutely>. literally. <laughs> um, right, moving on. <coughs> the main event, Antwerp. If we can follow that up, we Antwerp. In fact, see, before we go to Antwerp, Paul, sees favourite goal that you've seen live? Oh, my God. Now you have to... Uh, uh, be in the I'll studio. be back in about half an hour. <laughs> I would say... Is, I've, I've, I need to say I've got two I've been within the stadium and that's Marco Negri's fourth against Dundee United you know, he's on his knee over the keeper I was behind the goal that day and obviously Gascoigne's um, second against the Sheep to win his eight in a row in the stadium I, I, with that 
there's been so many, you know, Albert's free kick against them, Pedro Mendez against them, Kamar Roof recently against that against uh, Stanley Liège. Lots. Too many too many. I'm 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 nearly twenty one. You know, I've seen lots of goals. See, Scott, you've only you you you've been asking Friday and you left it in our hands. Now a question came <clears> in <throat> about what was your favorite European goal home and away? Paul took that Paul took that as tell us every single European goal that Rangers has ever scored since European football and Rangers began. Ever. And I'll tell you what, he did not miss one. I mean that. He didn't miss one. So he knows his shit. I'll give that to Paul. He knows his shit. And he did not miss one single goal. In fact, the question is about European football. I'm pretty sure I heard something about LA Galaxy get mentioned as well. So, Gerard, oh, Gerard used to play for them. Well, there you go. This made him European. Okay. Shut your hole. Did you, did you ever goal. see the? Did you ever see that? It was uh, Zlatan and a uh, fuck. I can't believe I forgot his name. Real Madrid centre back. Absolutely, probably the best defender of all time. Sergio Ramos. The two of them are having a bit of argy bargy, right? And Sergio Ramos says, "Well, I'll tell you what." If you get to the European finals this year, then you come back and see me in Zlatan like that. Fucking play for the LA Galaxy, you think? What, what are you talking about? A fucking European final? And then, and then, and then Ramos blocked him. Because <laughs> it was the comeback for that. Anyway, I thought it was. I thought we were talking about goals that we had seen live. I wasn't sure if it was just any goals. Obviously, some of the ones... One, right, each, so, one, one you've seen on the telly for Rangers and one you've seen live in the stadium. Well, obviously, the, the most, I don't know what you think about the most recent ones. So I started thinking about goals that meant something to me that I've seen a wee bit further back now. Pedro Mendes, 2008, when he scored that goal. I think it was Stephen Davis that actually took the corner of the wee shortly. We bet them 4-2 in that midden. Now, the reason that's important, that was actually the last time I was in there. That was the last time I was in Celtic Park, is when we bet them 4-2. Kenny Muller got a double. Pedro Mendes and Daniel Cousin get the first one. Amazing game, amazing atmosphere. Last time I was in that place. And I still fucking... Still get bites because of it. Um, <laughs> that was in that was in two thousand and eight. Now, more recently, another another goal that, that stands out to me was in March two thousand and twelve. Now, the reason this is significant because obviously February two thousand and twelve was probably one of the darkest days in our history. And Sonia Luco scored. A, 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 if you remember the Sonia Luco goal against Celtic, and we bet them three two at Ibrox. He took on about four or five players, skinned them inside the box, cut left, cut right, and put the ball the ball in. Now, Sonia Luco, I believe, paid, did he pay his own transfer fee? Yeah, To go for Aberdeen to Rangers, he paid or got a lenny money to pay his own transfer fee, which I think <laughs> just showed. Bad for me, bad for me. Are right? <laughs> but that just well, showed the commitment that he had to come to the famous Glasgow Rangers, and that goal was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Sonia Luca went on to have a, a pretty decent career, didn't he, and stuff like that. But they two goals kind of stand out in my, in my mind. Uh, I felt they were pretty important and pretty significant. I mean, there's been millions of goals since and before, but for some reason, they two goals just kind of stand out for me. I'm going to bring it maybe a wee bit, obviously, certainly a lot, into the... The, the present and I believe Joe Aribo's goal against Braga last last year in the in the, Euro, the Europa League was one of my favourite goals I've ever seen at Ibrox just because of the stadium the reaction to it it was just 
unbridled joy in the faces of so many people, and it was a tremendous goal. If, if Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi scored that, would still be seen it on Sky Sports News, and that's how good it was. In terms of a goal that I've watched in the telly, and I wasn't at the game, I wasn't at the game because I was only, what, six or seven? And I, his Gazas against Aberdeen for eight in a row, the second one, one where he bursts through his own box. Even the first one was tremendous as well, but the second one where he bursts through his own half, right through them all, and, and put it by the... Unbelievable, man. See, I was there last night. He just... It was a uh, special player. Unbelievable. Special. He's <laughs> actually going into the Italian I'm a celebrity to get me out here. They seem to know that. So if we find out a way how to vote for him, we'll put it in the podcast. Um page because Gaz has to win that, of course. He's got to win that. That's all Gaz going at the end of the day. Special human. He also went in with Miss, as a formal Miss World or something like that. So Gaz is laughing all the way, <laughs> all the way into that jungle, man. No, no, no. Something. I don't know her name, mate. I don't know her name. Because if it is, she was, oh, I think, uh, yeah, there was a, a song about her. Um, by can I tell you about a, can I tell you a, can I tell you a story about a goal that i never seen? Yes. Uh, she Ojo scored for Rangers. Oh. I think it was fire, fire off. Fire What the hell? Uh, no, I was in. I was sitting up in the the club deck. No, I was in the loading before that, and I'm pretty sure I was with Johnny Belfast. How you doing, Johnny Belfast? If you're watching, <laughs> and me and Johnny Belfast were tanning the beers all day, and it was like, right. By the way, the football starting in ten minutes, so he went. So I proceeded to stay there for another. 15 minutes, right? So I got a clear walk right up to Ibrox. There was not a soul anywhere. Climbed my way all the way up to the club deck. And then the security, I'm, I'm trying to look at the ticket, right? So I never sit there and I'm, and I'm like, excuse me, do you know what that is? And she said, aye, it's a way. Do you know what? Just sit there. <laughs> so I sat in the first seat, like the first step, the first seat. So the boy's going that way, I'm there. The boy's and I just don't know what, and then the next minute, Ah, so everybody's up, and then it took me about 10 minutes to get up. And then by that point, people are getting called offside and all that, right? So, anyway, I left, I left, I ended up leaving early, right? Because I was fucking, I think I left about the 70th minute or something. And then the next day, something messaged me saying, Here, we just sat up the club last night. I says, I, what a fucking state you were in, son. I said, Oh, I know, mate, I know. And then I watched the highlights of the show, and I'm like, Fucking hell, did I miss that goal? What a goal that was, uh, Shi Ojo. But probably the decent thing I've done. But I just thought I'd share Mate, the story about the time. Quite an emotional quite an emotional game, because that was that another day after Fernando passed as well. Remember the sky over Ireland right, right. went orange ah, right, right before right, okay. the game. And, um, aye, amazing. And then Shi Ojo, never done much for us. But I tell you what, what the fucking goal that was. What a great goal um, Antwerp, tomorrow night. What are we expecting, lads? We're expecting the same as last week. I sincerely hope not because we've not conceded many goals at Ibrooks. And I hope our, our lads have got the fucking <laughs> have got the back door well and truly shut and got the other end and got a couple early doors to put this game out of reach for that mob. Because their manager's saying how they could have scored six, but I think he forgets that Rangers could also have scored six or seven, really. You know, so um Frankie, you can fuck off. Paul, thoughts ahead of the game, mate. Uh yeah, it's going to be a. I don't know. It's a bit, a bit of a tough one. Two seconds. Just going to get my my notes. I was busy googling Sicilian uh, to see if it was her or not. I was I was so obsessed with it. 
She's the only Italian model I remember from that sort of era. Gascoigne was in Italy. I think it is, and, and Paul Anderson wrote a song about it called Sicilinia. Um, it was for Italia 92. For Italia. Oh, Italia. Needs glasses, I don't know. Folks. I don't know what this guy's going to about. I really don't know what this guy's talking about. I'll I'll, 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 I'll bloody thing with it. You know what I mean? So just two seconds. Pop, belly, pop. Well, it's good. It's actually well, happening. I've no idea what the fuck he's talking about. I'm really going. Yes, I'm And he spent five minutes talking about a woman. And I, I don't know what's happening. Oh, I'm not even bothered. So yeah, I was going to educate. I was going to educate. I really don't know what's going on in there. These alternative music. If you're not listening, up you. Uh, okay, so I'm having a bit of Jack Daniels, man. I really. I, I don't know what's happening. I'll have okay. I will. I will find this song after I've done my I, little. I don't. I don't, I don't I, the guy so asked anyway. me about Antwerp. Oh, did he? I was going to say, what are you asking me? Uh, okay, Antwerp. What's the head of it? Uh, my thoughts in Antwerp. Yes, yeah, nice city. Been there before. Beautiful. We had beers. Bells would be the whole garden because they're a treat on draft. Outside, lovely. Um, no, um, yeah, so I think the it's going to be a relatively uh, a relatively tough match. I mean, no matter what what happened across here, we scored four goals, they scored against us. We'd have any poor defensive display. Um, but I think they've got, they've got nothing to lose. That it's boom and bust for us, they're going to have to come at us, and that can leave space behind them. The star player, um, Lam is now back, yeah, he scored four in the last five matches. Um, although at the weekend they drew with STVV. No, I don't know what that is. That's just you know, the thing. Uh, is that Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's sexually transmitted various various valve, I don't know, or something like that. Um, so uh, they're fourth from fourth from bottom in the, the Juliper League. Um, and then that, in that match, actually, eight of the start and 11 started against us. So they had they had their eye on our match, or they had a bit of a shocker, I reckon. Um, Sek, who was their one of the set of defenders, is actually suspended. Um, but uh, Lukaku, who's on loan from uh, Lazio, who's Romulus, um, will uh, he will definitely play. I'm expecting, I say, a relatively tough match. They're going to come out as I expect it, an onslaught from them. I think mean, they're really going to come all guns blazing. Uh, you can see the way they played. They played a really high press on us um, throughout the entire match. Um, uh, and they kind of caught us a little bit from time to time. But it was poor defensive work from us that cost us the goals. I don't see that happening again. Um, and I reckon if we play Kent uh, and uh, probably Hadji from the start, we'll we'll get in behind them and I can see us scoring a couple of goals. Fingers crossed. Buzz, I don't know if you heard Stephen Gerrard's uh, press conference today, but he said it was basically all about how we manage the game in possession tomorrow. And he's right, because as Paul says, they probably will come at us um, and try and get that early goal and try and obviously, you know, put us under a wee bit of pressure. If we manage it properly, they, there's a chance, they, I think they'll get desperate. I mean, they're, they're big fucking enigma. They're big enigma up front back. It's the boy, Lamnek Zayl, whatever his name is. He's back. He's the one that came in with the underleft top on. Um, to training a few months back because he wanted a move to them and now he's not got a move and he's back. Um, in Bacani, their top goal scorer is still out and he came off on Saturday against that sexually transmitted disease team. Um, he came off on Saturday against them with, with a recurring problem again. So it is just about managing the game, Baz. I same Fruden, VV is the name of the team. They, they, they drew nothing each way. Um, 
I, I don't really see any any problems. I mean, we're, we're totally aware they need to score two goals in order to win. No, they're obviously going to press. They're obviously going to defensively. They're going to press high. However, it's didn't really manage that, like you said. But that's not sustainable for ninety minutes. No, we will break that down. We'll get the boil the tap. I think we're probably going to take about three goals after them. Now. I know we're not quite at the prediction stage yet, but they need to come to Ibrooks and win. As long as we can deal with the pressure, to the the back four can deal with the pressure and and break that high press. Then I don't think there's going to be any problems. And that's the way I think it's going to go because it's no sustainable. They can't press like that for ninety minutes. They need to, they need to open up and they need to score goals, and we'll catch them on the press. I really don't think it's going to be the high-scoring game that we've seen in the first leg. Defensively, OK, we, we scored four goals. They're weak at the back, and th- th- there were some big gaps here. But I don't... I, I See, like, three goals, I think that's a big deal for us. And I think we're going to be pretty tight defensively. But we'll, we'll, de- defensively? Fucking hell, is this an American football we're playing here? Uh, on the I offense. Think we'll take, on, the, on the defense. <laughs> tenacious D. I think, we'll take, I think we'll tighten up defensively. We'll catch them on the counter. And I think we're going to... I think we'll probably beat them about 3-0 now. I was thinking about the... I was thinking about the, the start of my living for this one right now. The back four deals with itself. Obviously, McGregor will be in the, the sticks. Balogun, Goldson, Holanda and Barisic. That's what it's going to be. Now, for me, there's there's 12 players that can make a start in my living. The, the question for me is that I feel... You've got one down for last week, Buzz. <laughs> I, I know, I was 13 last week. Is it Arfield or Hadji that starts? And I'll tell you why, because Aribo, after his performance, is 100% starting. I reckon Davis and Camaro will be starting in the midfield. Morelos and Kent will be starting up front. So the question is, where do we put Aribo? Do we put him in the, the middle three? So we've got that offensive threat, you know, going forward. Or yeah. do we put Arfield in there, in the engine room, working away, who also gives you something offensively, but we can put Aribo further forward and trap Paggi. So I think it's going to be Kamara, Davis, Arfield or Aribo. And then the, the forward three will be Kent, Morelos, Hadji or Aribo. Do you know what I mean? Either way, Aribo's yes. playing, but because he's that versatile, we can pretty much put him anywhere. So the question is, do you put Hadji in there? Who knows the league, knows the team? It means Aribo's starting further back. Or do you put Aribo further up and you get Arfield in there? Me personally, I would put Arfield in there. I know he didn't have the best start when he came back. Last week, you know, it was a bit of rust. But I reckon he'll be I reckon he'll be he'll be choking to go. So for me personally, I would I would have Kamara, Davis, Arfield, Aribo, Morelos, Kent is my starting eleven. Totally agree with you, mate. I would have Aribo as a kind of right ten if you like, as Michael Bull likes to put it. And I would have Scotty Arfield in the engine room where he should be, um, alongside Kamara and the man that is Stephen Davis. Um, Paul, do you disagree with that at all, mate? No, no, I think I, I agree. That's that'll probably be the, the way it'll be. Um, I hope so. I, I can't see past it. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. But um, overall, mate, right? See, overall, yeah. I think I, I think Rangers are going to win this match. I, I, I don't know how comfortable it's going to be. We all know what's going to. We, we all know what to expect. That's the thing. We, we know that they need to win this match. They need to score two goals in order to win this match. Hmm. So there's only a couple of ways you can set up to do that. We're not going to set up defensively. They need to go balls to the wall. So we need to expect a bit of pressure 
and overcome that. If we can get a couple of goals and put this game to bed early, that would be fantastic. However, I'm already looking, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the next round. I mean, oh, one game at a time, Baz. One no. game at a time. No, there's the link, mate, that I was about to put up. Glamour tie, the easiest possible team in the next round. On you go, mate. Darren, 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 I'm, I'm easy as possible. Uh, as much as glamour ties are fantastic, I just think uh, progressing as far as we can, the financial benefits and the, the prestige behind it would be it would be amazing to get it. Because the league's done, let's be honest, the league, the league was done before the fucking cloak turned back, right? So we can we can focus on Europe a wee bit more now. At the beginning of the season, I'm thinking, by the way, if you're playing extra football, that's playing into their hands. But you know, the fucking league was done before fucking Halloween. So you know, I'm 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 quite happy to you know go as far as we can in Europe. Now I was kind of looking at it. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to go through all the scores for the last time, but I've I've kind of. I'll go through this quickly. These are the teams that I think will go through, right? Club Bruges, uh, Bayer Leverkusen, Roma, AC Milan, uh, Dynamo Zagreb, PSV, Spurs Man U, Leicester, Arsenal, Granada, Ajax, uh, Shatter Donetsk, Hoffenheim, Villarreal. That's the teams that I think will go through. Now, that, if you're going to put a bet on, put the exact opposite on and you're going to get some money. So I'm looking at the teams that I would like in the next round. I'm thinking something like PSV, Dynamo Zagreb, Club Bruges, Granada. Maybe even Hoffenheim, Shakhtar. That's the sort of teams I'm looking at. Then after that, you're kind of, it's going to be a bit tricky. We uh, buy a Levin, Cousin, Roma, Leicester, Villarreal, Ajax, EC Milan, Arsenal, Spurs, Man U. For the Hoobries, I would love to get Leicester and send that. I was going to say, I, I, Leicester, are nothing, <laughs> Leicester are nothing to be feared as far as I'm concerned. I would do them. Leicester are twelve to one. Leicester are twelve to one to win the competition outright. Rangers are twenty five to one. PSV one hundred and twenty. Dynamo Zagreb sixty six. Uh, Club Bruges thirty three. Granada twenty two. Hoffenheim forty nine. Shakhtar twenty five. Leverkusen fourteen. Roma ten. Leicester twelve. Villarreal fifteen. Ajax seventeen. East Milan twelve. Arsenal eleven. Spurs are eleven to two. And Man U are the favourites to three to one. I, I think feel no listen, feel no fucking feel four. no four. That's I would, a person that list. Personally, I would, take, I, I, would, I, personally, I would take either PSV or Hoffenheim. And I mean, I know I know German football pretty well. I watch an awful lot of it. And Hoffenheim are a decent outfit, but they're not they're not been great this season. I would take any English club, and I'm not saying we'd beat them. I'm just saying the reason why I would maybe be against drawing them and this season is due to the fact that we can't be there at Ibrox. And I think if we were there at Ibrox, we would blow the roof off the old place and Stevie G would just show just how good he's built this side. And I believe, I, I, I honestly don't care who we get in the next round. Glamour tie, easy tie. I don't think any of them will be easy. I think whoever we get, they'll the other clubs will be looking at the, the teams they can draw and they'll be saying, we don't want Rangers. We don't and want that's Rangers. the biggest 100%. There's not a Stephen club in that list. Get. No, I mean, uh, neither one us. There's, there's, there's no mugs at this stage. Every single team that you meet at this stage of the competition is a, it's going to be a tough game. Now, by, by, bear in mind, we're, we're already assuming that we've bet uh, Antwerp in the second leg, which we have, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, which we absolutely have. Let's, no, uh, let's not get arrogant. Let's not be... Let, no, let I'm, I'm getting arrogant. No, let's, I'm getting arrogant, let, Paul. Let's not I'm, be them across the city. 
Listen, I'm getting arrogant. I'll be doing there by a fucking banner and a Harris fence if we don't go through tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll be throwing sharks about. Sharks so, place. I reckon something like PSV, Dynamo's Zagreb, Club Bruges, Granada, Hoffenheim, something like that, even Shakhtar Donetsk, I'd be happy with that. Uh, but can I just touch on something else? Cammy, on uh, the Rangers rabble, came out with a cracking point. I, I watched this today and I never knew this. But th- this is this is a, a fantastic bit of information. So, Cami, thanks very much for for bringing this up. The UEFA Super Cup, which, as we all know, is the winner of the Champions League plays the winner of the Europa League. And they play each other for the Super Cup. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Super Cup 2021 is the 11th of August in Windsor Park, home of Linfield Football Club, I've Belfast. Belfast, ladies and gentlemen. Can you imagine going to fucking Rangers, going to Belfast to play something like Bayern Munich or Man City or Paris Saint-Germain in August when all this is lifted? Lockdown's finished. COVID's done. We get to the fucking Super Cup. We win the Europa League and then we head to Belfast and beat PSG. What a fucking finish to a a lockdown that would be, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Cammy, of the Rangers Rabble for highlighting that. I think I'd be taking more leave for the week after that. <laughs> I might take the day Park. off. I might take the day a, off. Just a one day back. Name, Windsor Park. What a name. What a name for a park. Windsor Park. Can't beat it. Fucking can't beat it. Um, before we, we move on to this wee bit, um, Paul, what's your prediction for the morrow, mate? 2-0 to us. 2-0 to us, Baz. I'm with you, mate. I'm going 3-0 as well. I'm with you on that. Um, now, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to either do a bonus ball or a raffle or whatever because we have kindly been donated um, a couple of um, prints, Rangers prints, to give away on the pod. Now, we're not wanting to give them away. We're wanting to do a raffle or a bonus ball or something like that so that we can raise some money for... RYDC, all right, and the Rangers Youth Development Company, and it was donated by Fridge, who I'm eternally grateful for doing this because it's huge. They're framed, guys. These are my ones, right? Um, I'll put the website up on the tw- on Twitter when we're finished here, and you can go and have a look and buy some yourself because they're amazing. There's only two thousand, um, two thousand two hundred, sorry, of these prints made, um, because I was born in 1991. I've requested print 91, believe it or not. Right, so that's why I've got print 91. And this is one of the ones, this, the one we'll give away, guys, will be framed. And there's also another one which is called Engines to the Temple. Um, and it's basically walking in the front door's Ibrooks. It's the marble staircase and, and all the fucking stunning, beautiful fucking vision that is on your wall. But this is the one um, of the red arrows flying over Ibrooks that will be framed and um, that we'll give away, or we will raffle, sorry. Um, we're going to do it in honour of 55, so it'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, I want everybody to get involved in this, guys, and we'll raise as much money as we possibly can for the RYDC, because it is a stunning print. Um, Ibrooks is absolutely beautiful, as you can see there, the red arrows, and yeah, John Gregg. I can't remember if it's that one, Frigis, or if it's this one, guys. Um, I think it might be this one. I think I actually showed you the wrong one. I think it might be that one, um, with the absolutely stunning main stand front. Uh, there that's that's in all its finery. Um, so they'll be coming up on the pod 
we'll probably I need to speak to the guys and see what they want to do if they want to do a, a raffle or a bonus ball um, giveaway. I will put the website up so people can go and buy them as well if you want to buy them because some of the prints are absolutely stunning. Um, and it's going to a decent guy who is very talented, <laughs> as you can see. Um, that's that's coming up. We also have a cask. Now, I don't know if everybody's seen this um, Twitter profile, right? Now, we're going to give this one away. Why oh, don't I get the name of it? Club Casks, at Club Casks, right? And what they are is it's all whiskey, all whiskey casks, and basically they've like engraved names and that into them. So I don't know if they can see that, but that's the one he's going to give us to give away. It's 55, it's got the squad's name come, on come it. Closer, come closer to the academy. Uh, give it a sec to settle. It's not going to settle, is it? No. Give it a second to settle. Focus. We're going. We're going to give one of them away, guys, <laughs> on the pod. Um, the numbers. Fridge just reminded me. The numbers for the prints are one fifty. So for the hundred and fiftieth year, both prints are the hundred fiftieth <clears> print, which was made. Um, so I wanted to get involved in these three because obviously two are raising funds for an excellent cause, and the other one, give the guys a follow at Club Casks. Some of the things they've done for the 72 team and, you know, just everything that, yeah, there's so many stuff, I can't rhyme it, right? There's so many stuff that they've done, guys. Just go and have a look because some of it's absolutely brilliant. They're going to give one of the 55 casks um, to give away on the podcast and I thank them for that because um, they're, it's really, really, you know, they'll make a bit of money on this, guys, so it'd be good to, to, to give that away on the pod. But we will raffle the two prints away. One's the entrance to the temple and the other one's the red arrows flying out of Ibrooks. Comprende? See. Good. Smashing. Eh, we're all out of shite. What are we on? Livingston. Love it. Oh, I suppose I... Oh, just want to say... Wednesday. Just want to say hello to uh, Seven. Good evening, sir. My good pal, Seven. He's a Don's man. He's a, he is, he's a, I know they're struggling this year. If it wasn't for a Rangers man like Ross McCrory holding him up there in fourth position, you'd be struggling. You'd be struggling, <laughs> mate. But he's a good pal of mine, and I appreciate him tuning in. So I hope everything's all right up there, Seven. And uh, thanks for tuning in, mate. And best of luck for Saturday. No, I like Aberdeen much, but best of luck for Saturday. No, best of luck to him personally. Couldn't get a fuck this club. <laughs> <laughs> Just against that, mob. Just against that, mob. Um, exactly. So... Yes, Livingston, as Baz quite, quite rightly reminded me of, because we made an absolute cunt it against St Mirren, we are not appearing in the Betfred Cup final this year. Is it still the Betfred, it is. Betfred uh, Cup final this year? Unfortunately. Um, so, Livy are playing there, which means our game is moved to this time next week, next Wednesday night. I don't know why that isn't Wednesday night, but I've just decided to do that. Um, Wednesday night... Um, I don't know if you've seen, did you see the, 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 the manager of the day, Martindale, getting his photos ten with the Betfred Cup and they left the cameras rolling and he's looking at the trophy and he's like, it's not a bad cup that actually, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's so refreshing, I think, right, this guy. So, I yeah, love the guy. He's so funny. He's brilliant, man. He's absolutely brilliant. Mm. Hopefully his team gets pumped next Wednesday. But, um, aye, Livingston, what's my thoughts? Plastic pitch, you know Baz and these plastic pitches? Do you know me, man? I'm a, I, I hate the plastic pitches, I'm like, I'm like Johnny hate plastic pitch a lot. That, that's like my <laughs> fucking name, right? I hate the plastic pitches. Now, 
there's three, right? There's there's Kilmarnock, Hamilton, and Livingston. And I'm of the opinion Livingston is the worst. Seven ratings the worst is Hamilton. No, the thing is, I swear to God, I seen a ball bounce at the, the fucking spaghetti had, and it was a uh, James Tavernier. The ball bounced, and then the next time it bounced, it stopped and went that way. Like a rugby ball, you, it's unpredictable. It, it yes. just it's, it's not a natural movement. And as you know yourself, look, look at Jamie Murphy doing it at rugby park. Terrible injury that pretty much fucked his career at Rangers. Do you know what I mean? He was yes. he was getting owning, but I think he but is he 29, 30 now? I don't I, I don't know. But he's he's getting to the latter stage of his career. This was his big last chance at a you know a, a good run. And he got injured, and then we brought somebody else in, Ryan Kent. Services no longer required, mate. See you later, you know what Ibs. And that's all down to that fucking pitch because I thought Jamie Murphy was an absolute standout player. Anyway, I'm getting a bit sidetracked there, but I just I just feel that see if you want to play at this level, you need to what was the year? Seven or no because he's an Aberdeen man, but uh, there was a year Falkirk was supposed to come up and Aberdeen would have made it get relegated and it never happened yeah. because it was deemed that Falkirk Stadium never had the capacity for the SPL, the, you know, yeah. the minimum requirement. Well, see if there's a minimum requirement for your capacity or your stadium, there should be a minimum requirement for the surface that you play on. And that <laughs> minimum requirement should be, it should be fucking grass. Now, the thing is, Hamilton, Livingston and Kilmarnock, they don't need to pay for training facilities because they they train on their they train on their you know their, in their stadium in their in their ground. Whereas look at a, a club similar to Kilmarnock, let's just say St Johnson for example. St Johnson need to find training uh, training facilities. So how's that fair? St Johnson need to go and find training facilities, but Kilmarnock just train in Rugby Park. So they've got yeah. one less one less outgoing. Do you know what I mean? And they don't need to pay to the upkeep of the pitch. I just I just think in this day and age that if you it's only fucking telly, it's broadcast to other world. If you want to be in the top flight, then you need to add you know it should be a decent fucking pitch. Anyway, man, I'm graphing one. Fucking are you don't come at me first with plastic pitches, mate. <laughs> plastic don't come pitches. at me first. Right, let's take, let's take a look at fucking Livingston. Uh, they've been doing pretty well. Um under a, you know, your Mr. Martindale. Past couple of results, they drew one each with St. Martin, uh, Dundee United, they lost 2-0. St. Johnson, they lost 2-1, which could be an omen. Aberdeen, they won 2-0 and then drew. Obviously, they've got the cup final now. I was kind of looking at the way they set up. Uh, Most recently, they set up a 4-2-3-1. With us, they've set up a 4-5-1 in the past. It was nothing each. First game in August. Uh, when we played them away, we played them at October at home, better than 2-0, they set up a 3-4-3, a a and that's when Defoe scored his 300th career goal, ball came the tap, just kind of walked Stunner. away. Now, I reckon, we're, we're, you know, they're going to put everything into this cup, and rightly, they should be putting everything into this cup, they're only going to even be thinking about this game. So, I reckon they'll probably set up a 4-2-3-1, I don't know if they've got issues up front because they, they kind of play Scott Robinson up front, who's a midfielder. So a few games in the past have played him up front. So I reckon it'll probably be that. Uh, obviously, Robin McCrory can't play. They'll play that Polish guy in goals, Mark, uh, is it Strijic or whatever? Uh, Nick Devlin, John Govery, uh, Marvin Bartley, Julian uh, Sereno at the back, Jason Holt, 
Craig Sibbled and Tap of the Aim, and uh, Mullen Pittman Forrest, who is the brother of that wee Tadger that we all know. And uh, either Scott Robb... Lennon, Lennon would still be in a job if he didn't get injured. Uh, agreed. And uh, Emmanuel Thompson up front. That's how I reckon they're going to they're going to shape up. 4-2-3-1. But I will get your predictions in a minute, but that's all I've got to say on it. I went off on a mad tangent there. I can only apologise about that. I say plastic pitches. Visit to me. Listen, before I get Paul in... I just but at least me. I didn't repeat myself, Paul. Jase said there that... Uh, can, I, can we give a shout out to his boy, Fraser? He's sitting here enjoying the podcast. Fraser, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, sorry about the language. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry about that, mate. But yes, um, welcome to the podcast as well. <clears throat> Paul. Lovey. Yeah, I think it's what can you add to that? What can you add to that, Paul? Follow well, that, Paul. It sees. <laughs> follow that, motherfucker. I'll just, I'll just back bass up in fucking plastic pitches. They're fucking shite, really. Aren't they? I mean, what the hell? I mean, it's, it's, this fucking bits of old blooming mold, remolded tires ground up and chucked across the fucking surface. And as Bass says, the ball bounces in all sorts of weird and wonderful directions. I mean, honestly, you need to be a fucking oracle to work out where the hell the thing is going next. It's, everything's unnatural. Um, no, but I think, uh, the, to be fair to Livy and David Martindale, they've had some fantastic results recently. Uh, they had this like a 14 game unbeaten run. The last few matches haven't been great. The mojo is kind of gone. Um, we were nil nil the last time we played them back in August. It'll be a difficult old match. Um, it always is playing there. No matter who goes there, it's better as us, them, or any other team in the league. You're going to get a tough match at Livingston, not because the team is outstanding, but because the playing surface is absolutely fucking abysmal. I think I described it as a as an old sticky um, nightclub carpet once. I think, you know, yes. yeah, yeah, that pretty much is it. You're wading your way through piles of flipping beer and spirits and semen and all sorts. It's just it's fucking disgusting. Um, so I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a difficult difficult match for this. Um, but I think we, we, it'd be a, I don't know, one nil to us. I think I'm gonna go. Baz prediction for Livingston, Livingston, mate. I mean, obviously, I mean, that's what we're speaking about. I, I reckon it's going to be a bit different. You know, obviously the first time we played them, they set up very defensively. They set up a 4-5-1. They, they came to Ibrox and they tried to play a game of football. Most recently, they've set up this 4-2-3-1 formation and they've done that for quite a while and it seems to be working for them. I don't see them deviating away from that too much. I reckon, I reckon it's going to be 3-0 again. I don't, I don't, I've got this 3 in my head. I reckon we're going to be Antwerp 3-0. And I reckon we're going to beat this mob 3-0. Now, we went into a bit of a dip. If you if you look at our form, we kind of dipped a wee bit. But we're still winning games, grinding out results. But I believe we're coming out that dip. And we're getting back to the, the form. Right at, the, at the right time. Exactly, mate. Um, Ricky Neal pointed out a good point there. Thanks very much for bringing this to my attention, Ricky. I mentioned uh, Johnny Belfast earlier. Now, Johnny, if you're watching, you still owe me and Ricky around because he's, by the way, Johnny's fucking loaded, right? He's an accountant or some shit. And the reason he's loaded is he, he ducks, he, he fucking ducks like, when it's rounds. He's like, he can throw, he can throw a punch, but when it comes when it comes to his round, he's like, 
you, you know, it's like Floyd Mayweather, you know what I mean? He can fucking, he get right out of the road. So, uh, thanks very much for bringing that my attention. Uh, Johnny Belfast, it's your round, buddy. Bye, it's going to be three I'm going three one, guys. That's my that's my take for next Wednesday. I hope we can get the victory. Um, obviously, we don't need hands for anybody else to win this title. We know seven points are all that's required from us to get that fifty fifth league championship that we all crave so badly. Um, I think we're near enough there. I think so. Um, huh? My thanks to Paul Sees. I, I just want to address something Adam, Adam Dean had said about um, he's having problems with his supplier for the whiskey flask. That's something that I asked him to get for me for a friend who's turned 50 last week. I wanted to send him a nice whiskey flask. Adam, I'll text you or I'll phone you with that, mate. I still need to hear a wee phone anyway, so I'll phone you with that, mate. Um, my thanks to Paul Sees for joining us once again Welcome. on this mad Wednesday um, that we're having again. Baz, thanks again, mate. Is this your last? Was Friday going to be your last podcast? Is there going to be a podcast on Friday? Well, there is going to be a podcast on Friday. I can hundred percent guarantee that. Uh, I'm 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 usually away the following Monday, so next Monday. However, it's been pushed back a wee bit to the following Friday, so I don't actually go away till a week on Friday. So we'll see what happens. Well, mate, we may have you on because the podcast next week might need to be Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know, depending on Rangers getting through and what's happening there, because the Friday might be a no go as well. So we might have you on then, mate, before you depart again. No problem at all. But see, before we go, mate, I just can I just say for everybody that is watching, thanks very much for taking the time out your range tonight, right? Now I know we're all going through this shit together, but we're all going through it differently. We're all marching to our own fucking beat. But uh, hopefully we're nearly there and we can get through it together. So just keep the chin up, keep helping each other out, and we'll do it together. But Scott, thanks very much for inviting me on tonight. It's greatly appreciated. No bother, mate. We will finish on. The same video intro that we had at the start. If anybody missed it at the start, or we jibe across the city and also praising our team for what they've done this season because it's been pretty historic. Hashtag just echo my bases there about everything about the, the COVID and all that shit. Forget about it, guys. Let's try and stay focused. We're near enough to the end. We'll all be back in Ibrox soon. The team's going to win 55. Hashtag keep the keep battle the battle on. Yes, and I'm just going to move them away and pretend that I meant to do that right before we play this video. Um, what kind of reaction? I would be furious if I was a Rangers fan. It's a great club, a great institution, and the board have made a mess of it. it they are leaderless. They are they are rudderless, Daryl. It's like the People's Front of Judea. Nobody can make a decision. Meetings about meetings. Get on with it and get a manager in. Well, well, they thanks, feel the the, no, thanks to the Rangers board have no interest in what Chris has to say. They will go and do that's things true. their own way as they always do. So oh, yeah, yeah, and they're doing that, a really good job, Stephen. To also tell you, I've, absolutely each, each and every one of you here today and that, that have followed us through the season, on behalf of the, the club, on behalf of the players, on behalf of all the staff, management and coaching staff, I would like to take this opportunity in thanking you from the bottom of our hearts because I'll tell you something. You guys, I have to tell you, you guys have shown a support without which this club would not have survived. It's as simple as that. 
We will never, we will never ever go away. That is for sure. And with your the lifeline, the lifeline of our, our great football club is every one of you in this stadium and every one of you that has showed, as I say, a quite unbelievable support and love for our football club. And that will always continue. And with your support along the way, we will get back to where we belong. A final one for me. How do you go about trying to stop Celtic's charge of domestic success? Well, I think it's important not just to focus on Celtic. I think we have to focus on everyone in the league. But the key is to get our house in order. We need to improve the Rangers team and the Rangers squad, make it competitive at the top end of the league. Uh, that's the challenge to me, to worry about what I can control, and that is to make sure that Rangers uh, are capable of winning football matches. Let's go. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.